for their hashtags. A dissection of pop culture past. With Eric Dallinger. And Carly and Billings. Hello and welcome to the Before There Were Hashtags podcast. We have the beautiful Carly Billings with me. Oh, it's me. Hi, everybody. And you know what? It's a special what? time of year. The most Isn't it just? Beautiful time of year. The snow is falling. The Christmas uh, tree is lit. The menorahs mm-hmm. are getting put up in anticipation. Lit, baby. They're getting lit. Not quite. It's not quite Hanukkah. But well, getting... everything's about to be lit up. Lit. And because of that, it is, of course, Guest Miss. Woo! Woo, Guest Miss. Guest Miss. The return. The highly anticipated and return of Guest Miss. We had to start with the iconic Celia O'Grady. Ho, ho. Because, Celia, you're part of the inspiration for this podcast. This podcast wouldn't exist without you. There she is. It's an oldie but a goldie. Truly. (laughs) No, you really are. I I joke, but I honestly am very grateful for you because if I wasn't on your podcast, this podcast wouldn't happen. And those are the facts. We are the first podcast. Ghosts are everywhere. We were there. The before first ever podcast. Else. That's correct. <laughs> the original. The original. The OG. The first podcast. <laughs> the first podcast ever. Mm-hmm. To ever podcast. So. You are the Adam, and we are the Eve on this podcast. Yes. yes. Yeah, that's accurate. As a co-host of both these podcasts, I'd say that's pretty accurate. We are the downfall of everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Of course, we all we know ate that the apple. Are the downfall of everything? <laughs> yeah, in general. Yeah, I don't know. The colla- I'm being weird over here. Society. <laughs> <laughs> it's the holidays. We can be as weird as we want. This is our house. We make the rules, as Taylor mm-hmm. Swift once said. So Celia, oh, mm-hmm. I have heard from Carly, but how was the live podcast of Ghost Star Everywhere? Tell us about it. it. Was- Great. Um, I definitely recommend if you can get yourself a live podcast, you should do it. It feels very daunting, and then you when you get up there, you kind of like forget everything, and you just get into pod- podcasting mode. Um, and it's weird because you're used to just like talking into the abyss, and then you go out there, and there's people listening, and they laugh at things. Mm-hmm. You get like live feedback. Yeah, you have like a little laugh track happening and you get to hear what people think is funny and what people don't think is funny. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah, so that was, it so was a good silly. time. Mm-hmm. I think it was really interesting because even me as somebody who is literally a professional performer, it feels it felt so different than anything else I had ever done. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for you, someone who does less professional performing than I, it was pretty cool to see you yeah, go up there and kill less. it. Just a tiny bit less. Just a tiny like a bit. Teeny, teeny yeah. tiny bit less. Yeah. Uh-huh. It is a few <laughs> less credits to your name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not many, though. Not many Not, less than, no, no, no. than either of us. <laughs> that no. is the Canadian performing market for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are your some of your favorite Christmas traditions, Celia? Um, well, I just put up all my Christmas decorations this week. So I've got my my little dollar store Christmas trees. And this year I like went out and I bought a real Christmas tree. It's one of those teeny tiny ones. It's like three feet tall. I bought it at like the grocery store. It's got lights. It's got decorations. We're decked out here in the O'Grady 
apartment. Okay, quick Christmas speed round. Here we go. Mm. White lights or colored lights? White lights. Uh, what color is the bulbs on your Christmas tree? Uh, I have gold and red. Mostly gold and red. There's some silver in there, too. I'd say, like, there's a difference between my Christmas tree in my place and my parents' house. Because that one is, like, chaos. They have all the Christmas, like, decorations that they buy everywhere. Like, wherever we go, they buy a Christmas decoration in every little, like, gift shop. Um, and like the Christmas decorations that we made when we were kids and just like random ones that we've picked up along the way. So theirs is a lot more chaotic. Mine is more cohesive, mostly just because I bought like a couple of boxes of Christmas balls from like Michael's and then a couple things from the dollar store and they just get thrown up. Great. Favorite Christmas pop song? Uh, Last Christmas Wham. Nice. Um... Well, that was a great little Christmas speed round. (laughs) Thanks for participating. So speedy. So speedy. This will get improved. By the last guest miss, I'll be like, have like a million questions. (laughs) You'll have them. You'll be so ready. It'll be as long as Santa's list. Mm -hmm. It'll be the whole episode. The whole episode. Yeah. (laughs) I'm obsessed. Um, Well, we have to get into our topic today. But before we do that, Carly, take it away. Mm. Before we do that, we're going to do the thing that we like to do at the top of every episode, which is we're going to put five minutes on the clock and hop in our time machine. Before we go back to the way back, right now we are going to talk about, to gas it up, some pop culture updates from today. We're going to talk about pop culture today. Get it out of our system before we jump back to the way back. So, a five minutes on the clock, Eric? Yes, five minutes on the clock. And because it's been a few weeks since our last episode, yeah. we have lots to talk about. We have so much to catch up on. Okay. In five, four, three, two, oh, one. Oh, blast off, baby. Well, let's start on a sad note. Um, yeah. Aaron Carter passed away. Yeah, oh, that was yeah. out of the blue. That mm-hmm. was... Well... It was funny, me and Luke had just done an episode on Lindsay Lohan and Hilary Duff, and we talked about Aaron Carter. Um, I hope that we weren't offensive in that episode, because I didn't really know what was going on at the time. Um, But yeah, he died in his bathtub. Mm -hmm. His housekeeper found him. Um, So sad. It is is really sad. Mm -hmm. Um, He was my first concert. Yeah. My first ever concert was an Aaron Carter concert. It was strange, too. Like... I remember this summer we played, we did like a throwback week and we played Aaron's party. Mm -hmm. Like that was like the fun song that we had for all the kids. I don't know. It's just, it's really sad. The Carters are kind of a messed up family, actually, if you go back and go into it, which maybe one day we will. Yeah. Maybe one day we will. Uh, Maybe too soon right now. Um, No. So I said one day and not next week. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. (laughs) That's the last episode of Guest Mess is the Carters. Oh, God. Yeah. It's so upsetting. (laughs) So weird. So cheery. His (laughs) mother was the first to find out, and his ashes are currently being held with his sister, Angel. Mm, So, yeah. So much, really. So much. And Um, such a public family, you know? Like, like many celebrity families, but, like... Well, they had a reality TV show at one point. Yeah, like a very public family, yeah. And he's... I believe he's the second child in that family to pass away. Yeah. Oh, he's not the first. Yeah. Yeah. Like their family's not not well as a unit. 
No. They uh, have always been that way, kind of. Yeah. Without getting too much into it. True. Won't it just? Won't it just? Childhood fame will fuck you up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, But in other news, December 2nd was Miss Britney's birthday. Yes. Yes. Celebrate. We Um, We love to see it. Me and our friend of the pod, Laura Welsh, had a Britney Mm -hmm. birthday party. Mm. Cuties. Absolute cuties. But what was strange was Britney thanked a bunch of people, including her sons, who she's a little bit estranged to. On her Instagram, right? Yes, yes. Yes, I saw that too. I, I understand thinking you're, or like, sending well wishes to your kids even if you're estranged from them because they're your kids but she thanked her sister she thanked Mm. jane malin that's that's the one that got me yeah she like judas iscariot lynn herself yeah i shook me to my core she didn't even thank you eric i know how dare she the absolute audacity you threw her a birthday party and everything (laughs) and everything she didn't even come (laughs) She I know, she didn't pen. show up. She wow. didn't thank you. How I mean, nasty. She showed up on our screens. We watched lots of videos <laughs> of her. Um, but yeah, Love no, Brit. it is odd. She was like, I'm so proud of you, Jamie Lynn. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know. Also, does anybody notice that her Instagram, her name on Insta is Channel 8? I did notice that. And I only noticed that when I was watching the Jamie Lynn stuff and I was like, what's happening? I don't know what is happening. It's confusion. I've defended Britney's Instagram for a while, saying like she's the only one that uses it authentically. She posts what she wants, when she wants. Yeah, she spins in her living room and just that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah. We love it. But this is the first time when I'm like, there is some strange stuff going on. I mean, I love yeah. her. And if it's her, if that's just her kookiness, I'm here for I it. Know. But a lot of people think it might not be, though. That's the problem. And that's, that's the scary thing. Exactly. Yeah. What would it mean, though? That there's like a PR team that's like shutting her out somehow. I don't know. Yeah. Like Trying finding like, a way to still censor her after all, everything she's been through or, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's still scary. It's so scary. It's weird. Um, we're running out of time, but I did want to mention all the Taylor Swift Ticketmaster debacle. Don't get me started. I'm going to cry my eyes out. Down with Ticketmaster. Down with Ticketmaster. I'm tired of this monopoly. Mm-hmm. Fans are literally suing them. They're literally suing, suing them. them. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, honestly, I want to hop on that train. But <laughs> join, join the <laughs> suit with Ticketmaster. Class action. Yeah, <laughs> it's bad. It's not good. Mm-hmm. It's a really, bu- real big time bummer. Well, it just sucks that ticket prices are just skyrocketing. After she said they wouldn't, mm-hmm. and then Ticketmaster did exactly. that, and like, mm-hmm. it's made just the ticket lies. Prices- Un- unavailable for people it's just it's so elitist yeah. i don't know am uh, i running out of time in five uh, four three well it's been a wild two. week in new weeks in news there's been a lot going sure. on <laughs> i dance to the beeps there it is all right well let's get into today's topic near and dear to our hearts this is a good one that is a little hint. That's yes, accurate. Today we are talking about the animation company Rankin and Bass that created all yeah. of our favorite holiday specials. Mm. Mm-hmm. All that stop motion animated classics that you know that you're like, that's Christmas. That's these people. That's this. That's what we're talking about. Now, Cecilia, mm. why is this franchise important to you? Well, me and Carly have discussed 
uh in length like pretty frequently even not at christmas uh our favorite of the rankin and bass films uh spoiler alert for when we rank them but santa claus is coming to town is iconic and one of the things that we've bonded over a lot and it's just sort of like imprinted on my brain uh same with rudolph to a lesser extent but it's just like it's it's in there when i watch it i'm like yeah i know every beat of this i know exactly what's gonna happen it's great it's iconic the songs they slap so it's it's good shit i love like stop motion animation as well so and like different and just thinking about how much work these people put into these like silly little movies is wild yeah it takes 24 frames for a single second of Mm -hmm. the stop motion animation and the thing too is that that's actually low like if you want it to be smoother you actually have to double that for it to Mm. be smooth and they were doing it it's cheaply made i say in quotations so that's why it has like a little bit of um glitches that's why it looks to like it. a little like janky like robot like, yeah but it's yeah. almost better that way oh yeah watching interviews about it they say it's well first off these movies were largely animated in japan yeah and mm-hmm. what's what they sort of mentioned in this documentary that i watched is they mentioned the the thought of wabi-sabi which is where like the imperfections and the mistakes mm. make things more beautiful and that's mm-hmm kind of the beauty of these films is sort of the the glitchiness the the not perfect animation is what makes it so iconic and makes the human error of it makes it feel alive Mm -hmm. because it's not all like smooth and perfect it's like everyone moves kind of weird and you'll see like where someone like kind of poked something or like smudged something like you can really see like Sometimes literally like the fingerprints of the people who are making it. I love when they jump and they like kind of like just hover in the air. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny to me. I don't really even it's know iconic. how they did that, but it's so cool. Love it. I know it's so cool. It's such a unique thing that they like it has the moniker of like being called Animagic. Because it's just mm-hmm. like, like that. it's its own thing, right? It's not. Yeah. And when you say animation, this isn't what first comes to your mind. So. Yeah. And it magic. is just so distinct too. Like mm-hmm. really like watching that as a kid, you remember it and you're like, well shit, I wanna like watch that again. Both because it's like a Christmas special and because yeah. it's so weird and different from most other things that you watch. Yeah. Totally. And I think for people of our age too, like our parents grew up watching these too. So mm, it's not yeah. like it's like a generational thing, but it's also like a I don't know. It's a nostalgia thing at this point, too. It's, I don't know. It's just classically Christmas. It's so, like, purely wholesome. It's very, very wholesome. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is the longest-running annual special. Like, it holds Mm. the Guinness World Record. So, it is generational, but it's not. Every generation has grown up with this. It's Mm -hmm. like every generation claims it as theirs. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, It's like, it is timeless in that way, where it's like a very clear like snapshot and style of a certain time but it holds up which like that almost never happens it's like a fun thing about christmas movies is like things like this you're gonna watch it every year mm-hmm. so christmas. That's a part really of tradition sticks with you because you're like well yeah. okay, it's december it's snowing i'm gonna watch santa claus is coming to town i have to yeah 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 as carly said it's tradition christmas mm. is all about that tradition so it's yeah. such a beautiful thing 
Um, just some fun early facts I found out about Rankin and Bass, the company. So yes. actually, it wasn't even originally called Rankin and Bass. It was originally called no. Videocraft. And mm-hmm. yeah, they specialize in sort of a stop motion doll-like movement that's called Animagic, as Carly mentioned. Um, first stuff was more commercials. And mm-hmm. that's how they got their in. So they did a commercial for General Electric. And then General Electric commissioned them to create Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, which was like oh, their cool. big So people will buy TVs. Like that was the whole thing. Color yeah. TVs. Yeah. That was the yeah. push. Um, so, so iconic. Yeah, so iconic. So the company was started by two men named Jules Bass and Arthur Rankin. Now, Jules Bass, he was more of an author. He was the playwright, sort of the one that developed the stories where... Arthur Rankin was, he was the artist. He developed more like the look of the specials and how it would translate to a medium, whether that be 2D animation or whether it be the stop motion, because they were also big in 2D animation, which some people forget. People don't realize like mm-hmm. Frosty the Snowman was also a Rankin and Bass Christmas special. I low-key forgot that Frosty the Snowman isn't stop motion animation. Like I put it on. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's 2D. Well, they redid it in stop motion, too. Did they? Yeah, there's two films of Frosty the Snowman. One, the more famous one is the 2D one, because that's the original. Yeah, Yeah. Um, I do remember the 2D one, now that I'm watching it. But they did another one in stop motion as well. And in that second one, they combine the stop motion with the 2D. Like, one of the girls looks into um, a pool of water and sees her reflection, and the reflection is done in 2D animation. Well, they do that in Santa Claus is Coming to Town, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's that mix of mediums, which is really cool. Um, Another thing that I found really neat about the 2D animation is to separate themselves from Hanna-Barbera, which was the other big animated studio at the time, they would, the lines on the 2D animation, they would color. So like a beige skin tone would be done in a darker beige rather than black, Mm. which was very common in like the Hanna-Barbera. Yeah, it's like a, it's a starker form of animation. I was mm-hmm. they like made it their style was a little softer. Yes. With yeah. the like the, the tone on tone kind of yeah, playfulness. And as I previously said, they actually shipped most of the work out to Japan. So it's mm-hmm. really early Japanese animation. Totally. These are animes. Anime. The animes and, and like we have like truthfully the people who are working for them in the 70s in Japan includes such legends as like Hayao Miyazaki. Like it's like the big, the big, the big people. Mm-hmm. Like, so like maybe without, you know, Frosty the Snowman or um, Santa Claus Coming to Town, we wouldn't have like Spirited Away, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Kiki's Delivery Service or any of the hot takes. Frosty you know? walked so that Pokemon could run. <laughs> frosty the snowman puttered down the laneway so that kiki could fly away on her broom (laughs) and deliver things with Gigi the cat that's Mm. what i like to believe so another great thing that i found about these films is that sort of the idea of commissioning music for films had sort of fallen out of fashion and so this Mm. was like one of the first studios to bring that back they actually beat disney to this like disney it takes them to the 90s to get into the renaissance but like they really model these films after broadway and writing music that furthered the plot rather than just use sort of pop songs or popular christmas songs at the time and just put them in 
they would always use one Christmas song as the basis. So Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, for example, is the base of the story. And then they hired that, the writer of that song, who I have, what's his name? Um, Johnny Marks. He wrote the music for the song Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And then 30 years later, wrote additional music for the the film. He's not the only writer, but he's one of them. He helped mm-hmm. out. That's cool. Yeah. And the most famous one of that is Silver and Gold. Silver and Gold is sort of mm-hmm. surpassed into like the lexicon of Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. True. Also, they would get celebrity voices to be in these films. So Burl Ives, mm-hmm. for example, plays the snowman. And that wasn't a thing. They had voice actors. And voice actors were a separate thing than film actors which in some ways i prefer because some people are bad voice actors yeah we've gone too far away from that now in the new disney anime we have strayed we have strayed from the path (laughs) now just chris pratt does all the voices (laughs) there's no reason this man should be mario anyway why does mario not have an italian accent why is is it chris pratt he has to be Chris Pratt. <laughs> There's uh, no other way. There's no. Well, other if he way. wasn't Chris Pratt, he would have to be Ryan Reynolds. So I would rather it be Ryan Reynolds. I would not. <laughs> I would. I would rather it be Ryan Reynolds. I'm not going to watch it either way. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like the 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 voices in these ones are pretty good. Like it's it's very yeah. cheesy 60s 70s, but it works. Like fucking Burl Ives. They have, so uh, good, so iconic, so many like iconic voices. But also, it was yeah. like they had one celebrity to sort of anchor, and then mm. everybody else yeah. was a voice actor. Yeah, from Canada. Okay. Hey-o. Yeah, Hey-o. all the voice actors were done from Canada. Ooh, yeah, because they had they had offices in like Ottawa and Toronto, didn't they? Yeah. Yes, they did. That's right. Yeah, that's iconic. That we is love iconic. it. We love CanCon. Can con, yes. Can con gives that can con. I also, um, before we, uh, I, this might be jumping far far ahead too much, but like these movies are so iconic that like think about now Christmas classic Elf starts off with like a Burl Live style snowman mm-hmm. narrating the whole thing. Like it's so ingrained in our contemporary Christmas lexicon that this is how Christmas TV is or Christmas movies are. You know, it's, mm-hmm. I'm obsessed. Yeah. Iconic. I was watching an interview with the director of ALF and Mm. people kept being like, you know, we can do this with um, CGI way faster and it will look way smoother. And he was like, no, we have to do it stop motion. No, it's so much better than stop motion. And we want the little glitches. We want the imperfection because that's what makes it nostalgic. Mm -hmm. And that's what holds up. Like that is what it needs to be because you can't really get that feeling any other way. The other fun fact about Elf is that they were so afraid that Rankin and Bass were going to yeah. sue them. <laughs> yes, they were. That's right. Um, they even filmed scenes with a totally different outfit for Buddy. Just so in case. didn't look like the Rankin and Bass <laughs> outfit. That's it's funny. so funny. It's mm-hmm. so good. Oh, it's the best. So, Celia, what is your favorite film of the Rankin and Bass era? Santa Claus is Coming to Town is number one. And why is that? I don't know. It's just the one that I've watched the most, maybe. Although Rudolph is also up there of, like, one that I watched every single year. Uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, I feel like, just has a very specific weirdness to it. Yeah. Like, you got Burger Meister, Meister Burgers, just a weirdo. (laughs) 
the um not the abominable snowman. What's the the winter the winter warlock, warlock is kind of like he's uh, creepy. Like, he's but he's also just like a weird sad boy. And you love a sad boy. Santa is a little freak. I uh, got all the all the elves <laughs> are hilarious with their rhyming names. Got our lady yeah. Tanta. There's like a whole scene of like a weird like trippy drug induced 70s like 2d song which is great i don't know it just has so many elements that are so funny yeah it has magic feed corn it has everything magic feed corn. i mean that makes me think of sort of the magic of these films is that they took the source material of like a single song and they expanded whole mm. universes out of these songs mm-hmm. um they weren't afraid to introduce new characters that weren't in the source material mm-hmm. to round totally. out. Yeah. Introducing the abominable snowman and Rudolph and introducing mm-hmm. Yukon Cornelius. I love Yukon Cornelius. Yukon Cornelius is the man. <laughs> He's the man. Silver, I want a gold. <laughs> it always changes. So funny. So funny. Eric, what's what's your favorite? I like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew you. I was gonna say I know you're a Rudolph boy. Mm-hmm. I it's a classic for a reason. It's the original. What, but what about it? Is it because of the ridge or like what? Does it? What does it do for you? I mean, there's some childhood nostalgia for sure. It's the one that mm-hmm. I watched yeah. that I owned the VHS for, so I mm-hmm. could watch that whenever I wanted. I didn't have to wait for it to come onto TV. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love Silver and Gold. Is it's a beautiful song. It I really just, is. It's done. It. It's a classic yeah. now. I also yeah. like that he's a misfit. You know, mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's an underdog story. It's a big at the end part of, of the it. day. Um, he thinks I'm cute. Yeah, it's so cute. Yeah, yeah, I just, I just think it's a really sweet story. And have any of you seen the weird New Year's sequel to it? No, but no. I was reading about it. I had no idea it exists. There's so many ranking bass specials that I just have never heard of because not all of them hit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Some of them are full flops, but the hits are hits. The flops are flops and the hits are hits, The flops are really flops. There's some ones that, yeah, literally never heard of them. Some of them didn't even have Wikipedia pages. There's like a leprechaun <laughs> Christmas one that I couldn't find. I'm obsessed. Um, wow. I want to watch they have that. A Halloween, they have a Me couple too. Halloween specials, too. I mean, we're ghosts are everywhere, so we have to yeah. talk about the Halloween specials. But there's uh, one that I really want to find, which is like a feature-length one, uh, which is called Mad Monster Party. Um, that sounds excellent. Boris Karloff as their, like, uh, celebrity guest voice. So got to find that one. That's really important that we find that, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the New Year's one's odd. They go into different years to find the new baby New Year. What? Yeah, it's, it's like a time so weird. Well, it's like it's like when the baby New Year grows up, they live for the rest of their like eternity in the year that they were born. Baby that sounds terrible. Weird. I don't get that it. That sounds <laughs> upsetting and weird. So they go to like <laughs> Colonial Williamsburg time era at one point. It's like so weird to find the baby New Year, and then they Whoa. do a whole flashback scene to the original Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but they use none of the clips from the original movie. They like reanimated weird. it. Yeah, because I remember watching it, being like, "Why didn't Wild. they just like show clips from the original?" They <laughs> They've already done all this work. Real. Literally. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Rudolph did that's look a so little funny. different. And maybe that's because the Rudolph figurines went missing after they filming. Find it. Probably. Was yeah, it they just to be built like it from grown memory. Up, grown up Rudolph or something. Yeah. It's yeah. after he saves Christmas. Mm, okay. Oh, good. He went sees a star. They had to find something else for him to do. He had to time travel to find Baby New Year. That sounds weird. I am anti Baby New Year. <laughs> That sounds like they're doing the most with already the most, so they should yeah. just do a little less, you know? Just a little less. Not much just less. Tiny, just a just little a tad less. less. Just a little less. Just a little less. Yeah, Car- I myself am also a Santa Claus is coming to town girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Carly, you beat me to it. I was just about to ask you. So, I know. I could, I'm sorry. Um, we're just both so good at this. We know what's what the next segue is. Um, yeah, it's my favorite. It's the best one. Uh, he's a man now, Tanta. That's the best one-liners. Um, Burgermeister, Meister Burger gets a yo-yo and he goes, I love yo-yos. I have been... (laughs) I have been bamboozled. It's got first one makers of the king. It's got Mm. put one foot in front of the other. It has all the songs for me that slap the hardest because they're the... I think maybe because they're the silliest. I love it because they're silly. Mm Mm-hmm. Santa Claus is coming to town is maybe the one that's full of the most nonsense. Like, he grows out his beard. He's like, they won't find me now. Like, you know, the hijinks. There's so much hijinks. They go to arrest him and he's like, who, me? No. <laughs> he's climbing out of a chimney. <laughs> Not me. He tries me. to climb back up the chimney. He has a penguin for some reason. And he's just yeah. like, what? You're trying to film the South Pole? I'm like, baby, how did you get so baby. lost? Yeah, he's like, this is the North Pole. It's just, there's so much. All the Kringles, and then there's Tanta Kringle, and it's just... I think it also is, um, I'd argue it's not the spookiest of the bunch, which is why I originally thought maybe that's why you and I, Cecilia, when I thought about this before this recording is, why we might have liked it so much. Um, I think it's the second spookiest. Um, can I talk about what I think is the spookiest one? Go which for freaks it. freaks me you out to this day. anything. It's the little drummer boy. Because the little drummer boy is scary and it's not right. It's we so need weird. To talk about it. I also watched that today. It was like on in the background while I was working on something mm-hmm. else. And I was just like, would look up once in a while and be like, what the fuck is going on? It's so terrifying. Who wrote this? <laughs> Who let children watch this? Who agreed with this? And why did I have this on VHS? Like, it's not okay. It was also one of those things where I thought it was just weird because the little drummer boy himself is just like animated kind of weird and oh it's weird yeah but it's like the story is weird the story's not right you watch his parents die you watch his father get stabbed you watch Uh as his eyes widen and he dies so dark in the first five minutes yeah it's not okay someone must check on the boy who drums he's not okay no i'm glad i didn't watch this one growing up that sounds so scary yeah it's so scary. Growing up, I was watching it, and I would always be like, why are we allowed to watch this? This is not okay. I just didn't um, even register that it was weird when I was a kid. Other than like, oh, this oh, is animated yeah. weird and just looks weird. Like, Yeah, it looks so, extra weird. It's like a Jesus-y one, so there's no snow yeah. or like Santa Claus or any of the fun stuff. It's like yeah. Bible shit. It's Bible things, yeah. yeah. I had a couple Bible movies and stuff growing up, though, and they were kind of claymation, and they kind of slapped, but they weren't mm-hmm. ranking a bass. But this I one mean, specifically some Bible stuff is good. Like doesn't slap. Veggie tales. <gasps> That's true. The what's the Prince of Egypt? Prince of Egypt. Oh, is Prince of so Egypt. Good. But Absolutely this one, slaps. Not great. Yeah. It's weird. No, it's just weird, and it doesn't have. 
Yeah, it doesn't have good songs either. I think the no, pacing is kind of slow. Like I just, so from what slow. I remember, it is right. It's slow. Five minutes long and feels like the longest one. I was gonna say I thought it was the longest one because that's what it feels no, like. It it's the shortest minutes. one. It's so short. Oh no, that's dark. That's the darkest timeline. It's so dark. yeah, um, I'm moving that right down the list. If we're gonna rank them, that's my least mm-hmm. favorite. Yeah, Give it a zero. Strike it from all of our memories. It's upsetting. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the? That 70 show special where Kelso goes into the world of these films. He's like in yes. a dream sequence. It's so cute. Yes. Just like little animated Ashton Kutcher, claymation Ashton Kutcher. Oh, that's nice. It's cute. I love when shows it's... have like animated, like when there's like the animated yeah. episodes of Community. Just it's so fun. I was just going to say it, it's giving like claymation community. Yeah. Yeah. So cute. I also have a few fun facts about Rudolph that were. F- mm-hmm. Yeah, give it um, to us. So yeah, the Rudolph statue was only was only four inches tall, mm-hmm. and oh. the Santa the Santa figurine was double the size at eight inches tall. Wow! And the Bumble Santa. was the tallest at fourteen. He's big. He's a whole snowman. Whoa! He's huge. He's the biggest guy. Um. Yeah. No, I don't know how tall Yukon Cornelius is. It's not on my list here. I'm sorry. Love Yukon Cornelius, though. Um, He's really um, the man. So much happens in that movie. I forgot. Like, Yes! That's one of the ones. Like, I I know exactly what happens in Santa Claus is coming to town. But watching Rudolph again, I was like, oh, my God. Like, the whole Island of Misfit Toys. Yes! Yukon Cornelius, Bumble. I kind of, in my brain, was like, the Island of Misfit Toys is another movie. Was there another one with that i can't find anything about that but there is a fun fact that in the original special santa doesn't come to collect them like rudolph it totally gets forgotten about and so they had to re-add the scene in the next year because so many people wrote angry letters being like what about the island of misfit toys he didn't come back for them yeah so the second year is and they're like nah it's fine santa got them don't worry yeah Santa got them. Um, Another thing, too, is that in years, they would, like, change songs out sometimes. Uh, Weird. So there's even, like, but they would use the original animation. Like, wouldn't change the animation. They would just just change the songs. So the Is it, it like, a rights thing, or? I don't know. They just would, like, edit it slightly throughout the years. Um, That's so weird. That's very strange. I believe it's the Fame and Fortune song was added later. Oh. Yeah, it's not like hmm. it's not it's not in the original like 1994 version that they added that later and but they kept the original animation in so it's like it doesn't quite work but that's part of the imperfection. That's weird. Okay. That's weird. That's weird. I always liked Rudolph cuz I thought that Rudolph was cute and I liked that he had a girlfriend and then I also liked that the the elf wanted to be a dentist. And Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> yeah, those are the parts I liked. The gay parts. Mm-hmm. The gay yeah. parts. Yeah. <laughs> He's just a little twink elf. He just wants to be a dentist. I also find it really funny that he looks completely different from all the other elves, even though all the other elves look exactly the same. Yeah, he's special. He's a, he's a he's dentist special. elf. I like the really tall mm-hmm. elf. I think he's funny. Like, they're all identical. Mm-hmm. He looks exactly the same in the face, but they made him really tall. Yeah, they're like, shit, we have to make one of them different. <laughs> yeah. We are Santa's elves. <laughs> the music is so good. Yes, the music is so good. I also just like it's so good. Even Glee covered it. Yes. Like it's so good. <laughs> I love that Santa's 
Eastern European. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's accurate. That's accurate. Is he? I mean, like, oh yeah, Santa is like a yeah. Saint, he's like Saint a classic Nicholas German thing, but he's Turkish and like Saint Nicholas Turkish. But it's like a big like Eastern Santa is like a big Eastern European tradition thing, like. Different cultures in Eastern Europe have different things that she's got going on, but like it's Eastern Europe that's like the man who brings the toys. Because uh, Italians are mostly in the olden days were like the old lady gives the baby Jesus the toys, so that's why we get the toys. And now they have both, but like yeah, <laughs> double the price. Eastern Europe, double. We love to double dip. <laughs> About the source material, um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed mm-hmm. Reindeer was originally written in 1939 and was actually commissioned um, by Montgomery Ward. And it was like for mm. a catalog. Hmm. That makes sense. And by John Capitalism. May. Yes. And it was a coloring book. And it was handed cool. to children in the department store. Wow. I love that. They gave back it when, Back when million. going to the department store was the activity. Yeah. That was what was fun. I was watching uh, yeah. on YouTube. There's a like a compilation of like three or four of these Rankin and Bass specials with like old commercials in it. That's like, fun. Commercials. So That's that was fun. really funny to watch. That's I awesome. Love that. Yeah. Um, hanging out at the department store with fun kids toys is just giving Carol, you know? Yes. Yeah. Well, I think that may bring us back because there's lots of fun stuff Ooh. on this, but it's awesome. Well, I think well, I think we should all give our final definitive ranking of the Rankin and Bass specials from one to four. Uh one being their top and four being our least good. So who's at, who's everyone's bottom bottom tier? The drummer boy. I vote for the little drummer boy. Drummer okay. Boy. Okay, we're all yeah. in agreement. Our third place slot. Who's everyone's third place slot? The weird baby new year. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk let's just keep it to the four main ones okay frosty maybe what are the can four be his own ones, thing because we also haven't talked about the year without a santa claus that's true i would argue that's not one of the main ones though mm. but do you want to i didn't us? Do either because i actually hadn't seen it but I, when i was like looking at this mm. it is one of the ones that kind of fits in like style yeah and because of the heat miser and the snow miser mm-hmm. and that song's kind of iconic yeah. Um, but I don't think I've actually ever seen the whole thing. So it wasn't one of the ones that played as often. It was maybe ones that I had seen like clips from. Yeah. Uh, but Heat Miser and Snow Miser are like high camp. High camp. Yeah. Yes. We love it. Um, we love to see it. Yeah. So that's, is that your honorable mention then? Yeah. That's like, that one's probably better than Little Drummer Boy, even though I've not actually mm. seen it. Mm. Fair. Even though I've I, only seen clips. Yeah. I think we can only vote on the four core. That we have all for sure seen. Okay. So Drummer Boy. Yeah. And is the Frosty. bottom. And then for me, I would say Santa Claus is coming to town. But I know you disagree wow. with me. Sure. I know you disagree with me. I'm going <laughs> to okay. get outvoted well, we can... here. <laughs> yes, you are going to get outvoted. But I I like you that are. we all have agreed Frosty's the third place, too. It's not as good. It's just not, it's not as, as good. good as the other two. Frosty's yeah. fine. He it's, goes, Happy New Year. He, it's does, fine. he says, Happy birthday. <laughs> oh, is it birthday? Happy yes. birthday. He comes back yeah. to life after melting and says, <laughs> Happy birthday. So weird. So weird. And there's a creepy magician. And he's yeah. A big pervert. I, I like his flower in his hat, though, which he sometimes has and sometimes doesn't. Mm, continuity errors. 
continuity. And I've seen like different covers where he has it and somewhere he does, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Number three, for sure, though. Not as good as the other two. Yeah. And Eric, you're wrong. Rudolph is second. So that's what it sounds yeah, first. Rudolph number two. <laughs> I'm making faces. But it's okay. Mm. It's okay. We can all be right and wrong. Because at least we all put them in our top two. And that's that's true. Mm-hmm. That is true. The rest is is gravy on the turkey at Christmas time. It's, yeah, it's still up there. Yeah. Well, I think we have two definitive lists. Listeners, you decide which one you agree with. <laughs> yeah, vote mm-hmm. and tell us that, that we're right and that Eric is Let us know which one you like Is best. right also. On Now that we use Anchor as our provider, I can ask a question <laughs> and it only appears on the Spotify <laughs> yeah. listeners. But Spotify listeners, Perfect. you let us know who is right and who is wrong. Yeah, please. please vote. So then we'll know definitively. Definitively. That will decide. Yeah. All right. It will be the one true answer. All right. We're back, baby. Well, we can. We're back, BB. Touchdown. Touchdown. Into the present. Carly, do you have any Christmas pop picks for us? Oh, baby, you know I do. I just watched... Uh, the queen, the one, the only, Lindsay Lohan's return to television and screen, Falling for Christmas with my sister. And I must say, it really delivered. It really delivered. I heard she sings Jingle Bell Rock. She does at one point, and it's very funny because it's because it's Lilo, and you're like, there she's doing the thing, and she knows she is. And we all know she is, and we love it. It was literally like... Every Hallmark movie you could think of mashed together. It was exactly what it was. It had what's his face from Glee. Um, is the other, is, yeah, he's the guy in it. It's just so, so cute. And so, like, nice to just see. Like, Lindsay Lohan is so funny. And, like, she, like genuinely funny. Like, I think she's one of the funniest actors in Hollywood that people sleep on her all the time. Her timing is impeccable. And I just... Like, it's, of course, it's a Hallmark movie. There's, like, weird continuity errors, and there's, like, silly little sillinesses. But, like, I love her. And just to see her back in the back in the saddle is the best. So I love that. For Good that, for I feel like it's the Christmas gift, is that she's returned mm-hmm. back to us. Uh, good for so that was really, really good. And our amazing guest, Cecilia, what are your Christmas pop picks for the season? Um, well, I'm going to recommend an underappreciated Christmas classic, uh, Krampus. <laughs> yes! Very scary. Go I'm watch scared. that if you want a scary, silly <laughs> movie. And if you want to meet Krampus, he comes not to give, but to take. But to take. <laughs> it's an excellent film. It's very funny, but also very, very scary. Mm-hmm. Eric. <laughs> Do you have any pop picks, <laughs> as in Christmas pop picks for the week? Yeah, um, I found this new song called Home by Kate Rusby, mm. and it is a Christmas song called Home, and it's okay. really beautiful. Um, I'm doing a, I'm assistant directing a Christmas show right now, and it's a part of that show, and Ooh. I'm really glad one of the actors brought it to the table, because it's just a really beautiful song. It's not really new. It came out in 2011, but hey, you know. It's new to me. Hey, I haven't heard of it. It's new to me, too. I can't wait to give it a listen. I, I don't know it. Also, I think it's important that you plug the show you're a part of if oh, you want. Oh, yeah. Ooh. So I mm-hmm. am currently assistant directing at Theater Aquarius in Hamilton. Yeah, you are. Um, yeah, it's you called are. A Hamilton Holiday, not to be mistaken with 
the Broadway musical Hamilton. It's not a holiday version of that because people have literally asked me that question. Oh, no. I was going to say, imagine if it was. People have asked you. That sounds awful. Uh, It's It's the greatest holiday in the world. (laughs) Look around. Look around. Look at all the lights that are shining now. Look around. Look look around. Look around. I like it all the lights that are shining downtown. Like, no. <laughs> no. We don't need that. Oh, that's so fun. I'm not throwing away my Christmas tree. I'm not throwing away my Christmas tree. Too funny. That's really, that's really funny. I want to be what? in the, Why? I want to be on the list where it happens. <laughs> it's writing itself. It's giving Christmas. <laughs> Okay, so Lynn, please don't sue year, us. You're Carl, so rich. Carly and Eric are going to be making a Hamilton Christmas. <laughs> Hamilton holiday. Alliterations. Yeah, a Hamilton holiday. Uh, well, you can't be called the same thing. Yeah, it can. It's different so people don't get confused. A Hamilton, <laughs> a Hamilton holiday. holiday to Return of Jafar. <laughs> a Hamilton holiday to It's Still Holiday. Hamilton holiday to Lost in New York. Oh, that's These good. These are all options. Thank you. Well, yes, yes. I'm assistant yeah. directing at Theater Aquarius. It's called the Hamilton Woo. Holiday, and it's just about the holidays in Hamilton. And it's not a, it's a musical, but it's like the audience talk. Sorry, not the audience. The people talk to the audience. It's more of a concert with stories, yeah. kind of a cabaret, as one might say. It is cute. It is cute. Um, totally fun. I also did some fun choreography for it. So yeah, look you out did. for that. Ooh. Yeah. It's going to be so fun. I can't wait. I've already got my tickets for opening. It opens uh, December this 9th. week. That's right. So get your ticks. Get right. your get ticks. Your tickets. Bring your family. It's a, it's a fun time for everybody. Well, yeah. Cecilia, where can people find you? Anything you want to plug? Well, I have my spooky, spooky podcast that I uh, co-host with Carly mm-hmm. uh, called Ghosts Are Everywhere. So you can find us online at Ghosts Are Everywhere Pod, wherever social media is, basically. We're also on Twitter at JAE Pod, but we don't post. And also, who knows if Twitter will even be around <laughs> by the time it comes out. <laughs> too real, it's a mystery. Too real. It's day to day. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where you can find me and Carly talking about ghosts if you like spooky stuff. Mm-hmm. great well this was That's such right. a fun little episode you're welcome back anytime mm-hmm. carly you are not no i'm just kidding okay well then this <laughs> is my is final appearance thank you so much i've loved my time here um a year done that's me looking in the mirror oh cecilia taking my job so yeah, i've been usurped um it's fine i guess um okay then bye <laughs> all right friends thank you so much i'm for kidding listening. i'm kidding you can't get rid of me Get wrecked. <laughs> All right. I will claw my way back in. Okay. Sorry. I feel no. like I'm like, I, I'll wait now. We're on Zoom today, so it's like there's sometimes delay in us, like for our, our listeners. That's why sometimes we don't know what's happening. Not that <laughs> I mean, we, that's also life, though. That's but, also life. Yeah. We're, cha- also, we're chaotic. That's how we are as people. That's yeah. just also us. We don't know. <laughs> no one knows. Surprise. Surprise. Why would I? How would I possibly know what is happening at any given moment? No, that's not a possibility. Never, no one. Too much to expect. Oh. She never could. She never would. The end. Well, this was such a sweet little episode. Um, we'll be doing guest miss for all of December. Yeah. Sprinkling the snow. That's popular demand. You love it. We love it. 
Some episodes will be Christmas themed. Some episodes won't. But that's okay. Mm. Holiday themed. But that's everything. More inclusive. Yes. Come on, holiday. Holly holly and jolly. That's right. Have a holly jolly Christmas in the great words of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You know what's kind of sad about that movie? He sings that song looking in from the window. That's true. Secretly sad. He's not included. (laughs) He's a misfit. He's a misfit. All right. They're a couple of misfits. We're a trio of misfits. That's how the song will go. I quit. (laughs) I quit. Don't quit, then you don't get severance. Mm. (laughs) That's true. Just do a bad job. Santa doesn't. Santa doesn't pay his workers. Elves are enslaved. They're literal elves. Yeah, they're elves. (laughs) That's why he has elves working for him. They have no rights. They have no rights. Elf rights. That's what we should be seeing. Elf Elf rights. Okay, Hermione Granger. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fairy is that. (laughs) That's a whole weird subplot that I don't get it. Uh, That's about how J.K. Rowling thinks that slavery is actually cool. (laughs) It's fine, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> she's a she writes it into her books and goes everyone's okay with it <laughs> yeah she's like well actually i think it's okay because they're subhuman <laughs> yeah <It's> so upsetting <laughs> but who's surprised who's surprised at this point no, no one, one. everything we know about joanne yeah <laughs> joanne like the lady gaga album <gasps> that's a great album it is a great that's album that's really good great hat great album wow we should revisit joanne we should that's a good one justice for joanne Justice for Joanne, honestly. I mean, it did fine, yeah. but like Justice for Joanne. No, but like Justice, it's fallen out of the lexicon. It fell out of my brain, and that means it's fallen out of the lexicon. It was never. Bring in back my Joanne. Brain. That's true. Girl, wow. how sad. Where do you think you're going? Going. Yeah, it's giving like country pop, like light Taylor heavy Gaga is what it's giving. Yeah, John Wayne yeah. should have been the first single. John Wayne's so good. John Wayne should have been the first single. It was a mistake. You're right. You're right. Wow. It's interesting how artists can almost never pick their singles right. Oh, Taylor's well. famous for not picking the right single. Taylor picks the worst singles. I love her. She me? picks the worst singles. Blech. Garbage. Oh my God, Absolute sucks. trash. <laughs> the worst song on that album, probably. Worst song. Maybe worst song she's ever made. Ma- well, hey kids, spelling is fun. Mean. I think mean is a bad song. I like Mean. Nope. Mean's fun. No. Mean is funny. It's got a banjo. It's yeah. funny. Mean is funny. I'm not it's saying cute. that Taylor's you, a bad writer. With I just don't like that like song. knives and, and my banjo and like here's mean. a banjo. I think it's funny. It has a banjo. That's all you need. The banjo's funny. It, make, it, kicks, it kicks up a notch for me, the banjo. My dad plays believe. the banjo and I cannot let him hear us <laughs> praising the banjo. <laughs> <laughs> I, next time I see your dad, I'm going to tell him, you know what I love, Carl? I love the banjo. <laughs> and, then, and then we're going to talk about the banjo in front of you. And I'm going to make direct yeah. eye contact with you. We're a banjo. And I'm going to convince him that he needs to play the banjo every day. No! <laughs> All right. We've gotten really <laughs> off topic. So we're going to end this podcast here. Have what a great night. What do you mean? Night. Banjos aren't Christmas related? I Stop! think they are. No! Banjos can be festive. No! <laughs> Bring back the banjo for the holidays. I am I am shutting this way. down. This podcast is <laughs> over. Um, follow us on Instagram <laughs> at before their hashtags. Have a great Christmas if you don't listen to another episode before then, but you will because we're so funny. Bye! 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 Bye.